Guess what, y'all? We black in my garden. Hey, one more time. We black in my garden. Hey, it felt so nice. I had to say it twice. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this lovely journey called Black in the Garden. This lovely podcast. It's a journey as well. And I am always appreciative for every single ear that is tuning in from your car, from your earbuds, from the bed, from um, wherever else you might be listening. And speaking of where you might be listening on today, I would like to give a special shout out to ATL. I've been looking at my analytics, y'all, and I noticed that Atlanta is Definitely paying attention, as well as Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? Hey, all black in the garden. Both places, I'm sure, quite cold. So wherever it is that you may be listening, anywhere in the world, in the country, anywhere, I appreciate you. I salute you. And I hope that you are staying bundled up and that you also enjoyed your winter solstice, y'all. That just happened. So, of course, I need to let you know who I am in case this is your first time listening. Welcome again. I am Cola B. Talkin, your crossing guard at the intersection of Black culture and horticulture here on Black in the Garden podcast. And so happy to have you. Did I say that enough times? I can never say it enough times, actually. So happy to have you. Hey, I said it again. (laughs) So... I wanted to get into uh, a quote from a philosopher, if you will, a friend of mine uh, who, formerly of the podcast, The Extraordinary Negroes, that's right, my friend Alex Hardy once said that French fries do not influence potatoes. Hey, Alex, how art thou? Uh, Yes. So yes, French fries do not influence potatoes. So I just wanted to get into that with you. You get that though, right? Like y'all are smart. A lot of people who listen to podcasts are smart, you know, intellectual in nature. So it's a pretty simple thing. And I really want to let you all know who the potatoes have been to this French fry here that you're listening to which is black in the garden. And I also hope to be the potato to some French fries uh, podcast, you know, that will be coming out more black ass podcasts speaking on plants and horticulture and things of that nature, nature. Y'all let's get it popping. So without further ado, I just want to talk about some of the podcasts that have really been influential to me as I have been listening to so, so many. Okay. So y'all know I've mentioned a couple times that I am a former trucker, mother trucker, hashtag truck her, that's H-E-R at the end. And, um, you know, coming into that in this age that we live in with podcasts, I have easily clocked more than a thousand hours of listening hours of podcasts. And, um, that's a lot. Uh, I listened to 300 
hours of podcasts just in 2019. So your girl has been having the ear to the streets and I'm hoping that that is coming through and how I'm presenting to you because listen, we black and we talking about horticulture on a podcast. So it's only appropriate that I let you all know the ones that have been influential to me. Uh, number one, but these are not in order of importance. They are just the ones that have been influential. So just bear with me, stick with me, hang in there. So I started out listening to the read straight up and down those thousands of, or thousand plus hours of podcasts were definitely, um, a good 500 of those hours were spent with Kit Fury and Crystal. So shout out to them. If you listen, you know what I'm talking about. It's dope. And it's, it's always the jam. Never miss an episode. Also a podcast that is no longer uh, in rotation, which is another round with uh, Heaven and Tracy. I loved Oh, that was a fun one. I love when Tracy would do <laughs> the Steve Harvey, the Steve Harvey impression. That was never, ever a fail for me. And she is uh, currently working with the Strong Black Leads podcast on Netflix. So shout out to her for the glow up. Shout out to Tracy Clayton. Another one is Black on the Air with Larry Wilmar, Wilmore. Shout out to Larry Wilmore. If y'all know him, tell him to tune in. Um, obviously, Black on the Air, Black in the Garden. You see a connection there. It's no coincidence. When I was coming up with the name for this podcast, I was like, I like that. I like the Black on the Air podcast. I've had some great times listening to that. Larry Wilmore is um, hes a comedy legend. I mean, he had a show on Comedy Central. He's written for, I believe, Richard Pryor. Uh, ask Auntie Google about Larry Wilmore and also listen to Black on the Air when you get some time. You're listening to Black in the Garden right now, so just stay here with me and we're gonna. We'll, you can get there later. Also, big shout out to Siri Larice of Kinda Hippie, Kinda Hood podcast. I actually started listening to that one earlier this year before I really had my eyes set on doing this. And oh my goodness, if you haven't listened to Kinda Hippie, Kinda Hood, just put that in your queue as the next pod that you tune into because it's a great time. I mean, the title says a lot. She's kind of hippie. You know, she's a homeschooling mom and uh, she kind of hood as well. You you need to listen to her podcast to, <laughs> to understand where she's coming from on that level. Okay. And uh, another shout out. I'm just listed it, listing about 10 of my faves. So I appreciate you for hanging in there with me. I love the friend zone with, uh, Hey friend. Hey, Hey friend. Hey, if you're listening, I would love for you to be listening. Also Asante and Dustin and that trio right there is always a good time. Always making sure that none of us have a musty brain and, that podcast has been very influential, just not just as a podcast, but also uh, for my personal growth with some of the 
content that they covered, especially in their first few years, um, it really just kind of set in for me. And I feel very strong as a person as a result of keeping up with the friend zone. So shout out to them. And I already shouted out the Extraordinary Negroes with the homie Alex and Jay. Um, they did that podcast a couple years back. They they ran that podcast for a bit of time, had some awesome guests. Were it's It was a blackity black ass time, a good time, and just unapologetically black and just a lot of fun a lot of good conversations and I never not had a good time listening to the extraordinary Negroes. I mean, the title alone, come on. It is literally black excellence. And also a big shout out to Epic Gardening. I mean, I had to at least name one gardening podcast, <laughs> at least one gardening podcast. And that is Epic Gardening with Kevin Espiritu. I believe I'm saying his name correctly. And um, what I love about Epic Gardening is that, yo, that show is the episodes are like 10, 15 minutes or less, averaging about six minutes per episode, just jam packed with information. I believe it's, I want to say he maybe does it seven days a week. He might do it five days a week, but there are, there's a lot of content there. There's so many subjects that have been covered. And uh, that was how I would enjoy getting my gardening fix. Um, there's not too many gardening podcasts that I listen to. Um, and that's part of the reason why I created Black in the Garden um, is just because in all honesty, and this, I'm not talking about epic gardening. I'm just talking about the landscape of gardening podcasts in general a bit dry. Um, we just, the blacks have a different way of bringing some sauce to, to the plate, to the function, you know, uh, sprinkling a little Lowry's on it, putting our sauce on it. Um, trying to get that drip going for y'all. And I hope that you're enjoying what I got going, but once again, shout out to Epic Gardening for being such a dope gardening podcast. Another big shout out to Therapy for Black Girls. Girl, uh, or not girl, whatever it is that you might be, you could benefit from listening to Therapy for Black Girls because it's not just for Black girls. I mean, we all actually need therapy, but Dr. Joy is just breaking down so many subjects um, relating to mental health and wellness as it is coming from the perspective of a black woman and huge shout out to her for having this dope directory of black therapists for us to refer to so that we can all get our lives and make sure that we don't be walking around here with musty brains. So yes, if you are in need of therapy, make sure that you check out uh, the black girls, what therapy with therapy for black girls. I, I know words. Therapy for Black Girls directory. And Auntie Google can help you with that if you were trying to find that. I don't have all the links. I ain't got them. But Auntie Google is a constant and consistent purveyor of information. So make sure you holler at your Aunt Google. 
All right. And also another shout out to The Nod. Have y'all heard The Nod? The Nod. You know what? Now I'm feeling real crunchy because I had everybody else's name in my head. I know it's Brittany and I believe it's Wes are the names of the the hosts, they be taking breaks sometimes. And sometimes when a podcast goes on hiatus for a minute, um, it kind of falls out of my rotation. But The Nod has been a source of real Black... Oh my goodness. The They have a whole episode on the origins of Nuck If You Buck. So I feel like that is going to resound with at least a few of y'all. <laughs> And you need to check out the nod. And you know what? I really don't mind putting this list in the show notes. I I didn't intend to do so at first, but I'm like, if you go name all these podcasts, you might as well let the people know. Um, Cause I understand that not everybody is able to write this down while they are listening. Um, Cause you might be driving, keep them hands on a wheel. And I hope you are in your seatbelt, but I understand having spent I don't know, at least 75% of the hours that I have clocked listening to podcasts were definitely behind the wheel. Uh, Whether it was 18 wheels or whether it was four wheels, I was driving something while I was getting my life with the podcast. And listen, I'm subscribed to hundreds of them, but I'm just doing you a favor by just kind of rattling off my uh, 10 of, of the most influential ones for me Another influential one is Small Doses with Amanda Seals and a big, I mean, I just enjoy her candor. She she has a way of delivering information that absolutely is not for everyone. So if she's not for you, girl, then I'm not talking about you. But if you're into her style, then definitely uh, give a listen to her podcast, Amanda Seals podcast, Small Doses. And the main reason why she is influential to me is because she is a single host podcast where it's just her alone. And, you know, it takes a lot of guts to come out here and do a podcast all by yourself, by yourself. Yes, that requires quite a bit. I mean, I'm literally doing that right now. I have guests when I have guests, but who y'all? I am, I'm having a good time though. So we'll we'll just stick with that. And um, just honorable mention is NPR. That's not a podcast. That is like a whole uh, news journalism. They just, you know what NPR is. Y'all should know what NPR is. We all grown. And I've listened to so much NPR. Um, Wait, wait, don't tell me is my jam. I really, really love um, the one with the storytelling, Snap Judgment, Snap Judgment. I will listen to that on NPR and they have it in podcast format. I don't know if it was a show on there first or if they made it into a podcast. I don't know. But Snap Judgment, if you just want to hear a good story, Snap Judgment, y'all. So those are the influential joints that really, really uh, got me going in the game. and had me excited to come out here and put my own stamp on it. So I'll have the list of those in the show notes because yes, I love you. 
And thank you so much for tuning in once again. We have a gem of a podcast episode here for you on today. We have a very special guest to help us close out 2019 and get ourselves focused and prepared for 2020. So stay tuned. Hey, y'all. Hey, Soil Cousins. I need to have a word with you. This is a public service announcement about voting because we all need to do it. All right. So we know this is a, a election year. All right. There's a it's a presidential election, but we need to be mindful of a couple specific things. There are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. All right. So what you need to do is go to ballot ready. That's B-A-L-L-O-T r-e-a-d-y.org for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. You can see the whole thing. You need to know what's on there so you don't get in the booth looking cray or just being completely uninformed and leaving some parts blank. Leaving it blank, yo, that's just an opportunity for evil to prevail. And the last thing we need is for evil doing that. So from there on the ballot ready site, you can compare your candidates based on their stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then you can save your choices to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. We have options. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote, because we need a plan, early on or on election day. This election matters. So make sure that you have a plan to vote so that you can vote informed, y'all. And I want to make sure that you understand that it is, you might be unfamiliar with some of the more local positions. That's really what I'm talking to you about. Like, I, I want you to consider that. We know you probably have already kind of made up your mind about who you want to vote for for president. That's your business. But if you are unfamiliar with some of the more local positions, positions, we recommend hosting a ballot party. All right. We can, we can you know, make it a little bit fun. Get together with your friends over Zoom. Split up the research. You guys, you know, go through your ballots together so that we can be informed about these local positions that matter so much. They control things like who to prosecute and they're monitoring the quality of our drinking water and even the access to some of the spaces that we want to use for community gardening. You know, there's so many things and changes that have happened with polling places and such as a result of COVID. So we just want to make sure, well, I just want to make sure with this public service announcement that my soil cousins are prepared. Go to BallotReady.org and enter your address to make a plan to vote and vote informed. It is a truly beautiful and wonderful episode for you to be tuned into today. We have a very special guest and I've been looking forward to sharing this episode with you. We have Wes, who is King Wizard on the gram. He is here to enlighten, educate, and inspire us, teaching us more about how to honor our ancestors with plants, as well as how to set intentions with plants. So without further ado, let's get right into the interview. Okay, so here we are on with the King Wizard, and he is better known as Wes, and uh, he is going by the King Wizard handle Instagram, which is where I 
found West. And I was just, you know, scrolling through the Black excellence that is the Black in the Garden timeline that I've curated. And I came across this plant magic, plant manifestation kind of ritual type of thing. And I was highly curious. My interest was entirely piqued. So I knew that this would be something that we could discuss and elaborate on because it's really dope. And so Wes, welcome, welcome, welcome to Black in the Garden. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you become the plant whisperer? Well, first off, I want to thank you for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here. Um, my relationship with plants have grown over the years. It started off as, you know, buy my girlfriend some flowers because, you know, women like flowers, right? That's all I knew about plants at one point. But as I, can, <laughs> as, I, as I continue to learn more and learn more, um, I was like, you know what? I'm, I think I want to start growing my own plants. I want to start growing some flowers. And that turned into a fail. You know, I would try to grow some sunflowers in the window. They'd work for a little bit and things would happen. But as time grew and I started to learn more about energy and I started to learn more about plants and how plants think and how powerful plants are, I said, why is it? people using this magic to their advantage. And so that's mm. like years and years and years, you know, summed up into a few sentences. But now I have tons of plants all around my business. Uh, I own the Salt Lounge in downtown Long Beach. If you're ever in the LA area, come hang out. It's a wellness space for the mind, body, and spirit. And so when you come into our space, we have plants all over. And I've noticed customers feel more comfortable. People feel more happy when they shop. And uh, plants raise the vibration. You know, they're, they're amazing. And so just to kind of backtrack a little bit, um, plants are a huge part of my life. I talk to my plants all the time. I'm always giving them love. They're always giving me love. But the beauty behind plants is it's nurturing. It's a nurturing thing to have around you. So it's like, why not keep as many plants around you as possible? You are echoing the thoughts that I've been having over the past few months, I've given that a lot of thought about how we engage with our plants and how they, they raise our vibrations and how we are attracted to plants. And what, I, what I've kind of recognized is that it's like the earth is calling us back to it. And once we develop this affinity for plants, then what we're actually, what we end up doing is advocating for plants and if you're advocating for plants you're advocating for nature so no we don't want the amazon to burn that's where we're getting our plants from but not in this commercial way you get what i mean it's like we want to preserve the earth because we understand that there's all this beauty here absolutely and it's so essential it's like now we're coming up upon a time in history where it's like hey we need to wake up now or else we won't have anything to pass on to our kids or our grandkids and so on. And so it's like you said, it's just really coming back to what is naturally uh, something that's always been in alignment with us. Plants have been healing our ancestors since the beginning of time. I mean, there's so much wisdom in earth uh, and plants are a part of that wisdom. So it's like, let your plants uh, flourish, keep them around you and it'll just help you grow that much more. Right, and you can breathe better. Exactly. Who doesn't want to breathe better at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? I can breathe. Yes, I do enjoy air, and I kind of need oxygen. 
<laughs> so breathe. Can you tell me more about the Thought Lounge? I want you to talk, talk it up, promote your business. This is entrepreneurship that we encourage. Entrepreneurship. I mean, do you sell any plants? Not yet, but people have been trying to buy the plants in here. And you know how your plants is almost like a part of your family. You don't want to let them go. But um, I think going into 2020, we're going to start carrying some plants here in the Salt Lounge because it makes sense. I mean, everything in our space is designed to help uplift the mind, body, and spirit. So we have different crystals. We have different products. We have different herbs where you can create your own bath soak. And um, I think adding that addition will be really cool. But the Salt Lounge is a wellness space. It's here in downtown Long Beach. And what we did was we wanted to create a space where not only you, where not only can you physically relax in our Himalayan salt room, which is amazing, but you can also take advantage of all the cool services and products that we have. So we offer Reiki here at the Salt Lounge. I'm a Reiki master and we have a team here that's amazing. And we wanted to create a space where not only, again, you could physically relax in the salt room, but say you need to, you know, clear your energy. Maybe there's just a lot going on. You need to just clear all that energy. We offer Reiki services here at the Salt Lounge. We offer different workshops here because we want to practice mindfulness. So we have different workshops going on throughout the month just to help you tap into that mindfulness. So whether you want to physically relax, we got you. Energetically, we got you. And then mentally as well. Because so many of us just focus on mental health, which is important. But you also have to take advantage of the physical side and the spiritual side to create that balance. Uh, others will focus just on the physical and forget about the mental. So we wanted to create a one-stop shop where mentally, physically, and energetically, we got you covered. Um, also, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what, what came to mind? Um, two words, soul spa. Because I'm like, that's mm. not like a spa, but for the soul. So I don't know if you want to add that in there. Go and throw that sauce on it if you want to. That is all you. <laughs> thank you. Because that's what you're running. There's a soul spa, and I cannot wait until I get myself over there so I can get my soul in the spot. Yeah. Thanks for that name, though. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I like that. That's exactly what it it's, is. You're, you are so welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, and along the lines, I know you you have the Salt Lounge, which is the whole, you know, uh, environment where you're engaging the soul in, in the mind and body and just making those connections. What about the Soul Work Academy? So Soul Work Academy is a new extension of the Salt Lounge and an extension more so of my wife and I. Our workshops are so amazing here at the Salt Lounge and they sell out pretty often, which we're proud of. But we feel like there's so many more people that we can help. And so what we're doing now is all the workshops that we're offering here at the Salt Lounge, we're creating a digital version of it. So no matter where you're at in the country or the world, you can take advantage of these workshops. You can learn about the power of... Um, you know, your chakras, what they are, how to heal them, how to balance them. Um, you can learn about manifesting. You can learn about all these things because we're creating it. So it's on your phone. You just go to Soul Work Academy um, and get the courses that you need so you can keep your growing and your healing and your evolution in check. Chakra class. <laughs> okay, sign me up. I'm going <laughs> to uh, get myself prepared for that. That sounds like a wonderful thing. You know, we're approaching, wow, we're approaching a new decade, like literally in less than a month. 2020 is upon us. And the Soul Work Academy sounds like January 1st, hop on board, get your soul to check in. It, it's needed. 
Yeah, and 2020, just energetically, 2020 is going to be such a huge year. Uh, I mean, astrologists have been talking about this for decades. Everyone's been, you know, everyone was talking about Y2K at one point. Well, 2020 is kind of that same energy. It's such a powerful year. And so it's time to now start doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Instead of waiting until New Year's Eve, it's like, yo, what can I start getting rid of now? What's some of the things I can start clearing in my space now? Uh, how can I start working on myself now? Because once 2020 hits, it's like go time. It's 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 going to be a big year. So yeah, join the Soul Work family because uh, we want to make 2020 the best year possible for everyone. And we feel like it takes classes like these where you can learn more about yourself um, and learn more about the energy fields that you have to really make that year pop off the way you deserve to. I'm... I am more than ready. So you are right. I will definitely go ahead and get my soul prepared pre-2020. Uh, so uh, we'll sort that out. And why don't you go ahead? We're going to do it again at the end. But since we're talking about it now, uh, go ahead and let us know how those handles work. Uh, I know you're on Instagram. Go ahead and shout out your platform. Yes. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. My personal page is triple underscore king wizard triple underscore also if you want to check out our business page again if you're in downtown la or if you're just somewhere in california you can come to the salt lounge that social media is the salt lounge lb we're also on facebook as well the salt lounge lb and then if you want to learn more about soul work academy check us out on ig as well it's s-o-u-l-w-e-r-k academy and uh, we're on IG and yeah, reach out, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of all the things that we're offering. And if there's something else you'd like for us to add into the mix, because all we're trying to do at the end of the day is create community. Beautiful. Yes, that is, ooh, that is a beautiful thing. I too am trying to create community with this podcast. Uh, once I recognized that there was a lot of engaging, you know, a lot of, you know, thumb tapping and everything, but I didn't recognize that there was a voice that was kind of tying it all together. And I've always been wanting to connect the dot. So I'm excited as well about building this community. We are, we're rolling so far. Uh, we are on, we're, we're getting close to the end of the year, but you know, we've made progress with several episodes so far, but this is not here. We're not here to talk about me and what all we doing. I would like to know more as we are preparing ourselves for 2020 about how to manifest with plants. I saw the video that you did on your IGTV on your uh, soul. Is that on the soul work page? I saw it on your page. I think it is on my page. And I think we just put it on the soul work page as well. So it should be on both. Perfect. Okay. So I, first of all, I love the setup. It is so cute. Is that the actual space that you are, the salt, the salt lounge? Yes. So, yep. We actually use the regular, uh, not regular, but we use the actual salt lounge space. And so you can kind of catch a glimpse of the vibe. Um, I mean, when you come in here, it smells good, feels good, good music. But uh, that that's one of the signature spaces here in the salt lounge, the community area. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Tell me, please. I've been waiting for this moment. Tell us about what we can do to get ourselves in alignment and, you know, start right now with manifesting via plants. Good question. So one of the things that I've learned through just plants in general is plants 
they raise your vibration. So you can never have too many of them. But one of the easiest ways to just start setting more intentions with your plants to just start having your plants work for you is you can simply write an affirmation on your pot. So the actual plant pot, if you don't, if your pot is really fancy, you don't want to write or your handwriting is not the best. You can just put a little piece of tape over it and just write on it. It can be peace, clarity, wisdom, love. These are just some of the things you can just slap on the side of your pot. And now that plant is programmed to produce that energy for you. It's amazing. It works. It's one of the things that I educate my clients on when they come here to the salt lounge. But one of the things we forget is earth, mother earth, the energy of earth is nurturing. It's healing. I mean, you look at plants, they're green. That's the color of the heart chakra. That's why when we go out in nature, we just feel more connected. We, we essentially share that same energy. And so in the video, I did a little bit more. I, I actually wrote intentions down and put it in the soil, which you can do as you're repotting the plants. But I mean, as you know, we're starting to approach the winter time and it's not really the time to be repotting and putting fertilizer and stuff in your plants because, you know, every, everything is slowing down for this time of year. But what you can do just to honor yourself, just to honor your plant magic, just to honor your abilities to manifest is, again, write an affirmation on the side of your pot. And as you're watering that plant, just picture that energy growing as well. And that way you'll start to create it and you'll start to feel it and see it. And um, it's something that you should do today. I'm good. Trust me, I'm going to do it today because I literally, I watched the video and I was like, oh, I don't need to repot. I already just repotted like a week ago mm. with some that I brought in from outside to try to preserve them over the winter. And um, so this is new to me because that's that wasn't on the video about the, putting it on the tape um, or maybe it was in, you know, attention span. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a dope tip. I will definitely be implementing that today. Everybody listening, I hope that you are getting your tape and your uh, Sharpies or yeah, whatever you need to get out to get these manifestations popping. We need to get them popping. Uh, so Wes, can you tell me about a time or give me an example of uh, something that you've manifested with plants? Tell me about the plant. Tell me, give me the, walk me through it. Okay. Let's see. Um... I manifested a lot with plants, so I'm just going to see where to start from. Um, a bunch of you. Okay, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can even use this podcast, for example. So one of the things that I wrote when I did that video was uh, expanding my voice and my platform and new opportunities. And so when I did the video, I put that in the soil and I repotted the plant. And, you know, of course, as you water the plant, that energy grows. But we fast forward a week later, here I am talking to you. And so that's an example. That's like the most recent thing I could think of, but that's an example. And for some of us, beautiful. thank you. Go ahead. I was gonna say for some of us who, um, because I know like we're approaching the holiday season and this is a hard time for a lot of people because, you know, a lot of us lost loved ones around this time of year. And so the holidays remind you of, you know, the loved ones that passed away. So for a lot of people, energetically, this is a hard time of year, which you can even do to just honor those loved ones that's passed away, um, ancestors, you know, best friends, whoever, you can write their name on your plant. And then that way, that loving energy is all around you. So you can write, you know, 
mom with a heart next to it and you just know that her presence is around you or you know dad or you know your cousin or whoever it is but um yeah the energy with plants i'm sorry you're telling me because what i heard when you said that was it's like you know how we like to commemorate our people with the airbrush t-shirt mm. so now it's like do that via plant and that's a lot more organic. You don't have to worry about the airbrush kind of washing off in the wash. You know what I'm saying? Right. Grow with it. Yeah. Yes, Wes, I, I love this. So I cannot wait to incorporate everything that you're saying into my planting and potting practices. Yeah. That's going to be dope. Yeah. Do you do any uh, outdoor gardening? Do you do any edible gardening or, you know, uh, playing around with landscaping or anything like that? So not at the moment because uh, I'm in the city. So I'm in Long Beach. And so I live in downtown. So I don't really have the, the, once we buy a home, then it's on, it's game time. But right now we have an apartment. So it's like, I'm working with what we got, but once we get our space space, yeah, I'm going to have the whole landscaping down. I want to actually have fruit trees. So I want to have, you know, orange trees, pomegranates. I want to really go all in. Um, But in time. I can hear it in your voice. You're like, wait till I get my place. It's going down. I cannot wait to see that. That is going to be amazing. Wow. When you, when I was asking, I had in mind, um, I know that, uh, let's say January, February, February and March are definitely a very, uh, a time that is very ideal for planting seeds, especially in mass. You know, you're planting out seeds for a whole gardenscape. Um, you're talking about like it could be, I don't know, radishes, cabbage, lettuce, um, you know, all the vegetables, really. You're getting prepared for the spring, the upcoming spring. So with the thought in mind of planting seeds and affirmations, uh, can you speak on that or, or on the fly? I don't know if you tried that. Have you tried that? Well, I'm trying. So, I mean, can you kind of reword the question a little bit for me? You know what? Let me reword the question because I was I was just asking the whole whole question. Basically, I'm thinking along the lines of planting seeds, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about you know with every seed that is planted, an affirmation could be planted, a, a wish could be you know put into the air or something like that. So I'm just asking you to basically, what I'm wanting to know is, have you planted seeds with that similar affirmation mindset? Oh, absolutely. That's actually um, all a part of it, plant magic. So I like to call it pretty much programming the seed. And so, um, yeah, programming the seed, I set an intention with it, affirmations in particular. And um, as I'm planting the plant, you know, I'm holding that energy. But it's very important, too, to really take that up a notch to raise our vibration first, right? So a lot of us will you know, we'll have our seeds, we'll have the affirmation, but you want to make sure you're in a really good mood while you're doing this because, you know, plants is therapy, plants is healing, but what you should do, maybe having that kind of understanding of the energy behind it is do something that'll make you laugh first, right? Do something that make you feel like you, make you feel really creative, really, really bubbly on the inside, because that's the energy that the seed needs to be able to do its job as it's growing into beautiful things for you. 
So it's kind of like you do a little bit of pre-work first, you know, maybe watch a little bit of stand-up comedy on your phone. Bernie Mac always gets the job done. Um, but whoever your favorite comedian is, just watch like five, 10 minutes of it, get a really good laugh and then start the process. Because again, the energy uh, going into the affirmation is what makes that affirmation really spark and catch fire. That's brilliant. Wow. I didn't realize you, you had a whole program for that, but I'm glad that you do because I will be implementing that as well. And that sounds like something that you would, I don't know if you have it already in the Soul Work Academy, but I, that's something that I'm, I'm sure the people would love to see. That's something that is, it resounds very well with me. I know that it, it could resound with many other people who are listening to this. So that's exciting. Absolutely. Thanks for the ideas. You give me all the good ideas today. <laughs> I, I try to add value to every, listen, I cannot tell you no lie. I just try to add value to anyone who I come across, whether it be, you know, the school, you know, I'm involved in committees with the kids and things of that nature. I just, I'm always popping with ideas because I'm like, well, what can we do to make it better? You know, like, let's, I just, it's a community building mindset and it's also an abundance mindset that I'm really cultivating because I know you can speak to this about how, you know, getting your vibrations together and being intentional and also just trying to radiate positivity and how that contributes to more powerful manifestations. Absolutely. And I think what's really amazing about that, I was just teaching a workshop the other night and I was explaining how we're all energy healers. I mean, some people say, Wes, well, you're a Reiki master. No, it, you're an energy healer as well, because when you think about it, you know, if you can add any value to anyone else's life, let's say you are a hairdresser. Think about it. When that client walks into your seat, you know, she might not be feeling the best or he might not be feeling the best. But by the time they get out of your chair, their confidence is up. They're feeling themselves again. They're looking in the mirror. They're smiling. Well, guess what? You just did some energy work. You just helped that person raise their vibration. And so by, you know, even just acknowledging someone on the side of the street, just smiling, saying good morning, you know, when you see a homeless person, not stepping over them, but just saying, hey, how are you today? You're raising these people's vibration. And so when you look at it like that, we're all energy healers. We're all out here in service, you know, helping the planet. And I think what you're doing is very important. And I think what all of us are doing is very important, but we all as a collective should just pat ourselves on the back a little bit more and realize how much our presence makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? I feel everything that you just said, that was, that was just very highly resounding on my end. And I hope, well, I know that it is highly resounding with everyone. I mean, you just said it so clearly, just made it sound so like uh, accessible. So I'm really, I'm, I'm hyped. My, my uh, chakras are already just like singing and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. Um, and speaking of singing and dancing, what are y'all playing in the shop? I know you mentioned music and I really have been looking forward to getting into like, what are we listening to? What are we singing to these plants? Good question. It changes daily. Some days it's Sade, other days Earth, Wind and Fire. Some days it's Afro beats. Um, it switches. It really does. But the intention behind it is just the vibration. You know what I'm saying? Just raising the vibration. So 
it might be jazz some days. Who knows? It just really, it varies. But one of the things I noticed, this space in particular needs good music. Good music, good smells. So we have like essential oils in the air uh, because the vibe is everything. You know, when you walk into a space, whether you feel good or you don't feel good within seconds. And I think for our space, the reason why we're so successful is because when people come into the space, they feel really good. And a lot of that is accredited to the plants because these plants are happy. And when people come in, they want to take pictures of these plants. They want to buy them. I'm like, they're not for sale. But, you know, <laughs> it's again, yeah, it, it changes with the day. Um, so it's a tough question. We love music in here. I mean, it's, it's simple enough without getting into the whole play, the structured playlist of the actual environment. What are you digging, Wes? What what is on your what have you been listening to over like, I don't know, the past couple of days or weeks? Mm. I've been listening Spirit. to a lot of Nipsey Hustle. Um hey. let's see, what else? What else? What else? I've been listening to a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um The Elements, right? Say it again. I said the element. Oh, exactly. And speak so appropriate that you would say that. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. And and one of the things that I learned too, uh, along with energy. So when you like listen to a lot of old school music, um, they don't play music at that frequency anymore. Like the music from that period of time was over, I believe, like a seven hundred and twenty megahertz. That's like really high vibrational sounds, and now it's really hard to find that. And so energetically you kind of got to go back in time to get that really good music that'll heal, you know, that'll help you. Um, and so that's why I just try to listen to things again that's always raising my vibration. And it changes. Some days I'm really, I'm looking to hear some trap music because that's just what I need right now. But you know what I'm saying? Other days I'm really tapping in with, okay, what's the message behind the beat? And I think that's what's important. Absolutely. Wow. Just there, because there's a, there's a, something a song or a, a mood that is appropriate for every minute really right so um that's awesome i love everything that you said and the the playlist i think i'm gonna put a playlist together for this podcast because i really want to incorporate as much as possible to you know just you know connect all the culture of it all and wes i appreciate you so much for taking the time to uh sit down with me <laughs> in our respective corners of the world and i'm in south carolina i have to say this wes because i realized that i had not specifically specified that over like the past the first few episodes so it's not me trying to be negligent or trying not to say all the things but also am trying to say all the things because i'm excited and we're just getting started but pacing myself but here we are. Uh, you are in Long Beach. I am in South Carolina, Columbia, to be specific. Growing Zone 8, if I am not mistaken. And uh, so happy to have had this conversation with you today. Go ahead and plug your handles again. And uh, you can get back to business. Because I know the Salt Lounge needs your attention. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, this was a really fun conversation. I enjoyed every bit of it. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is triple underscore King Wizard triple underscore. 
If you want to keep up with the Salt Lounge and see what's going on workshop-wise or just community-wise, or you want to come check us out, you can find us at the Salt Lounge LB on social media. And if you're not in California or if you're not going to make it to the West Coast, don't worry. We still got you covered. Uh, we have all kinds of workshops coming out, especially going into 2020. And you can find out more about that at Soul Work Academy on social media. Also, we um, have our YouTube channel, my wife and I, where we put videos out just talking about all kinds of different things from raising your vibration to what it's like being married, uh, all kind of cool stuff. And we're on YouTube as the love holders. Oh, all the platforms that I'm going for all the platforms because I hadn't subscribed on YouTube. So uh, don't worry, all of the buttons will be pressed. And uh, once again, Wes, thank you so much. And I am going to wish you love, light and soil. Thank you. Wasn't that dope? Did y'all catch all of these shiny, high vibrational gems that Wes was dropping for us? Making sure that we know how to set intentions and manifest with our plants, keep our vibrations high, make sure we listen to earth, wind, and fire so that we are keeping our vibrations up when we sang in to our plants. Play some earth, wind, and fire. For yourself and for your plants, because, you know, you can't never. That's classic. That is classic. All right. And also making sure that we have a way to honor our ancestors. Some of us, you know, we do it all the time and that's what's up. But some of us perhaps are interested in trying to figure out how we can go about that. And he has presented us with a very organic way, since I imagine that most of you who are tuning in are already plant keepers. Now you have a way of connecting with your ancestors via plants. And um, you also have some options for getting your chakras together and learning more about energy and, you know, all of these wonderful things that they do at the Soul Work Academy. And the links, of course, are in the show description and um, wow, just wow. I'm so glad that I had to had an opportunity to have a conversation with Wes. And I mean, I didn't necessarily ask him on the air, but I don't see why he wouldn't want to do another conversation in the future. Great interviewer, great information, great energy. So glad to have had him. And I cannot think of a better way for us to close out the year this year with Black in the Garden, um, well, it hasn't quite been like a year that we've been doing it, but the year that we began, the origin of Black in the Garden, we got off to a nice start and um, we're going to continue going in January. Uh, we're just going to take a little beat until the first Tuesday comes up. You know, we like to drop on Tuesdays. I appreciate you all for taking this journey with us up until this point. It has really been it's been a learning experience. It's been a good time. It has been love, light, and soil, but we'll get there. Many of us are feeling extra festive this time of year, you know, with, with Christmas and Kwanzaa and all of the fun festivities that are going on with this time of year. So uh, much excitement and much 
safety and merriment to all of us that are participating in those things. And I just wish that I could give a big old hug to those of us who are not feeling it. I Listen, when you get to a certain level of adulting or maybe not even just adulting, but when you get to a certain point, sometimes it all really just kind of gets on your nerves. And that doesn't mean that you're a Scrooge or that you're a Grinch. That just means that, you know, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of pressure and anxiety kicks in and it's just no fun. So for those of us who, who aren't feeling it, just, you know, get you a nice warm blanket and and try to get cozy and try to tune out some of the noise if it's all too much for you but you know by the time we talk again we will have gotten through it and we'll be much better for it so i'm looking forward to being in your ear in 2020 and hey you know if i'm lucky i'll be the first podcast that you listen to in 2020 let it be me (laughs) so we'll have a survey so that you can let me know what's good with Black in the Garden. You can let me know what's not good with Black in the Garden. I do my best with the constructive criticism. Just try to be nice. Just try to be nice, okay? So, you know, like I said, we will be back in January. I'm going to take a little bit of time to explore some other platforms. But you can keep up on Instagram. That has been the social media of choice at Black in the Garden. That's the hashtag as well as the handle at Black in the Garden and uh, whatever platform you're listening on, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you Apple Podcast people, if you would like for me to have a gift, the greatest gift that you could give me at this point would be a lovely review on Apple Podcasts. If your hands are free at this moment, go ahead over and, and tap a few more taps to get to that review section and leave your girl a review. All right. Let that be your gift to me. I would love that. I would shout you out and all that cool stuff because that's just how much I appreciate that. So yes, I just want to, you know, wish you all the merriest of all the things. And I want to revisit the quote, French fries do not influence potatoes. So as we're going forward into 2020, I want to encourage you to be the potato. All right. And I would love no more than to wish you love, light and soil. Happy all the things and a blessed and merry new year.